Hey, Prayer Wall Warriors. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Prayer Wall Podcast. The podcast for the healing, the broken, the overcomers. For those of us who need a little bit of faith, a little bit of inspiration, or sometimes both. I'm your host, Taylor McElwain, and today on the Prayer Wall Podcast, we'll be discussing while you wait. All right, y'all. So like I said, this is a bonus episode. Um, I know we ended season two a, about a month ago, but um, before I started season three, I just wanted to hop on here and share some pretty amazing words with you all um, that as I've been processing, as I've been listening and tuning into, you know, like what God um, has for me, what he has in store for me. And I couldn't, you know, not get this off my chest. Um, so just a little shameless plug here that, you know, this podcast serves me just as well as it serves all of my listeners. Um, and so, yeah, like I miss y'all. I miss y'all so, so much. And I, I'm just going to let y'all know now I may cry during this episode because it is that deep y'all. Um, so just to give y'all a little background, um, about what this episode is going to be about. I very recently, you know, got some very, very intense prayers answered. And so I wanted to share my testimony about that with you all. So if you follow me on social media, you know that I recently got accepted and was awarded full funding into my top choice for a PhD program. And so that's pretty much going to be the premise of this episode. We won't have a devotion or anything like that. Like I just wanted to hop in really quickly and share a few motivational and encouraging words, um, you know, because I am a firm believer that God puts me through certain experiences and brings me out of the um, other side of certain circumstances and situations so that I am able to share the way that he works with my listeners here on the Prayer Wall Podcast. So again, I miss y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to this random bonus episode. Um, so I'll start by saying it's Sunday before this episode airs. Um, it took me a lot to figure out what I wanted to say to you all, how I wanted to shape this. And it has really been on my heart for the past week and a half to, you know, come on here and share my experience with you all. But last week was awful, okay? Um, it was busy it was just tiring. There was a lot of emotions, a lot of anxiety. And I didn't really even get to like, you know, start planning out what I wanted to say on this episode. So I say all that to say, you know, despite the crazy week that I had, I am still so blessed because God has just been abundantly fruitful. All right. Um, and so to give you a little bit more life story, because I feel like this hasn't come out in a lot of my episodes, um, but I was the first person to graduate high school in my family. Neither one of my um, parents graduated high school. They eventually went back, got their GED and um, things like that. And my mom was able to get a nursing degree. And so, you know, they're amazing people. I feel like for you know, what they went through at a young age, it wasn't uncommon for, you know, my parents' generation to not finish school. Like, it was, everyone was having babies, everyone was getting married, things like that. Um, and so, yeah, I was the first person to graduate high school. Um, but I even, you know, want to go farther back than that. I want to just talk about, you know, as a child, living in the circumstances that I lived through, how much school saved me. Um, I love to read. I was very, um, academic. I loved a good challenge. Um, but I always felt in grade school that, you know, my teachers didn't really put in the effort. They felt like I was a lost cause, you know, like, and things like that. I wasn't encouraged to reach for the stars per se. 
And so it wasn't until middle school where I began to thrive and really, really put a lot of pressure on myself um, to do well because I knew that I wanted to be a high school graduate. I knew that I wanted to go to college. Like, my family never really discussed it, but to me, like, it was like I... And I gave myself another option. I was also the oldest child. I had younger siblings. You know, I wanted to be the good role model for them that I never had growing up. Um, and so fast forward to high school, y'all. Um, so again, I was very, very academic, um, a scholar, loved to read, was involved, um, played tennis, you know, the whole high school experience. And I remember, like, this is as silly as it sounds. I remember, like, thinking back... Um, in high school and I just remember like a moment where I was just like you know like I can academically I can thrive in high school my biggest fear is getting pregnant at 16 because my mom did my grandma did my grandma's mom did you know and so I was just like I had this irrational fear about you know a child ruining my life which I know that children don't ruin lives you know like I didn't ruin my mother's life and she was able to come out on the other side of that but I just had this huge irrational fear because we only dream or we can only believe as far as we can see, you know, and that's what was in front of me. Um, and so I really turned to my studies to cope, you know, like I loved reading. I loved writing. I loved just, you know, everything that gave me structure within school because I really, really needed structure because I wasn't getting that from home. Um, so yeah, that was that. Um, so when I got to my senior year of high school, I remember like my first semester of my senior year, really talking to God and my faith was nowhere where it was, where it is now. I remember talking to God and just being like, you know, my mom's not going to let me go to college. She's not going to want me to go far. Like this is going to be such a battle. And I remember her like, telling me like you're gonna stay home and you're gonna go to IUPUI which for those of you who are, are not from Indiana IUPUI is um a pretty much like commuter college it is a really really good four-year school but you know a lot of people there it's like downtown Indianapolis a lot of people there commute stay home things like that so you know it would have been the easiest choice but I didn't want to go for easy I felt God pushing me to go beyond that and to just stretch my wings and fly especially growing up in an environment where my strengths were not always celebrated or recognized you know I wanted to be in a new environment and I wanted to grow and become the individual that I had never had the opportunity to become um in in my home and so I ended up going to college at Franklin College and um the story with that is that I, from the very beginning of my college search, you know, I was like, I'm going to IU. Like, there's no doubt about it. I'm going to go to IU with my best friend. We're going to, you know, love it at this huge institution. Well, God had other plans, and I ended up at Franklin College, and I am so, so thankful for that because my education was top tier. We're not going to talk about my social life there, but my education, top tier, all right? Um, and so that was an amazing experience that grew me even more. And it was probably around my junior year as I was in my sociology studies that I began to dream about attending a PhD and getting my doctorate degree someday. And, you know, it just seemed like a mere, like, dream because I thought back to what I've come from. And it's like people like me, they don't get to go far. They don't get to make it. And I had these these thoughts, you know, and everything that comes along with imposter syndrome and, like, I don't fit in, like, I'm not... I'm not equipped for that, you know, like I'm not smart enough for that. So all of those thoughts and feelings and all that that comes along with that. 
So then I promise we're getting somewhere, y'all. I promise we are. So then I get to um, my senior year of undergrad, and I'm like, oh, Lord, like, am I supposed to go to work? Am I supposed to do a master's program? But at that point, I was honestly being unrealistic and thinking, like, maybe I'll just go straight into a PhD program from undergrad. 10 out of 10 would not recommend um, that I am nowhere near as mature as I would have needed to be two years ago as a senior in undergrad. So um, I ended up attending um, a master's program. And the story with that, again, um, it was not what was in plan, but it was, you know, what God wanted me to do. It was really, you know, like where God planted me and I am here now. And it has been a journey. It has been challenging, but it has been fruitful. And I've learned so much about myself um, after having moved five hours away from my hometown, you know, like that within itself is a challenge and it's a struggle and you just really learn to rely on your, yourself and God. Like you really have to hone in on the, on the relationship that you have with God to carry you through because ultimately he is the one that's with you on this journey. Um, so yeah, that's where we are. So, um, as I was this past summer getting ready to figure out what my next steps after this master's program was, I really, really felt drawn to a PhD program. Um, I told myself I wanted to be a doctor. I knew that I didn't want to, although I worked in student affairs, I knew that I wanted to teach college. I didn't necessarily want to work, um, in student affairs or in academic affairs or anything like that. You know, like I wanted to teach sociology and so I started this journey. Um, I am so thankful for the amazing women who have been here to mentor me throughout all of this um, because if I didn't have their expertise and their support and their encouragement, I don't know if I would have been able to do this because again, I was the first person in my family to graduate high school. So let alone trying to navigate, you know, applying to doctoral programs. Um, and so again, shout out to the amazing women that are in my life um, to offer that support and guidance. So I knew that Regardless of what program I was going to apply to, I needed to study for the GRE, so the graduate record examination. And I also know that it is a hard test. Y'all know I have beef with standardized tests because they are inherently racist. Um, and I know that I'm just not a good test taker. I also knew that I'm not good at math, and a lot of um, that test is math. So about 50% of it is math, and a lot of it is like math from middle school. I don't remember that stuff. Um... And so I literally committed to, you know, writing down my goals, you know, long term and short term. Um, I set a schedule for studying. I set a schedule for doing research on different programs. And so as the summer was ending, it was time for me to kind of figure out, you know, what programs I wanted to apply to. I knew I wanted to apply to three or four programs. And one of my mentors, um, she has a really good friend who is on faculty at Virginia Tech. And I had not even been thinking about Virginia Tech, but when I looked at their program, I was just enamored, y'all. Like, I looked at their research. I looked at, you know, what their program was about. I stalked the faculty. They were pretty impressive. And so I reached out to one of the faculty members and had a very, very good conversation, a very open and candid conversation about the department there. And it was just like, okay, like, I think this is, you know, my top choice. But I knew I wanted to have backup choices because statistically speaking, people usually don't get into 
a program their first time applying, their first round applying, and especially not their top choice. So I ended up also applying to Vanderbilt University, University of Washington, St. Louis, and Stanford University. I did want to apply to Ivy League just to do so. Um, but my Virginia Tech application, you know, that's the one that I really, really put the work into. That's the one that I really, you know, spent, I kid y'all not, two to three months preparing a letter for them preparing um, who my references were going to be preparing my cover letter and all of those things for Virginia Tech and I knew ultimately that is where I wanted to be and so I selfishly would pray to God and say like God please just let this be where I end up and I honestly y'all because of my imposter syndrome didn't think that I had a shot at any of them I thought you know this is a shot in the dark I'm gonna you know apply to jobs too um, throughout the process so that brings us to our topic today, while you wait. So I submitted my application to Virginia Tech um, September 23rd, 2020. I didn't hear from Virginia Tech until last, I want to say two Wednesdays ago. Um, and I'm, I'm not looking at the calendar, so I don't know, what the, don't know what the exact date was, but middle of February. Okay, so we waited from September to February to hear about a very, 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 very big opportunity in life. Um, and so while we wait, you know, what do we place, what do we place our faith in? Who do we place our faith in? I'm actually just going to go off script right now. Like, y'all know I write my outline out through and through. Um, but what do we do, you know, in the midst of waiting for whatever we're praying for? And for me, like, I realized as I look back that God was planting seeds about Virginia Tech. And I didn't even realize, like, I get chills thinking about some of the things that, you know, God would show me. And I was like, no, like, God is, God is not, you know, like, that's not, that's not him. That's not what he's doing. But y'all, there were literally times where I would find podcasts. I'll be listening to a random podcast, you know, just something that I read the description and looked cool. And the podcast would be set in Blacksburg, Virginia, which is where Virginia Tech is. And then there would be other times, y'all, where, you know, I would randomly look up at the TV in a restaurant and Virginia Tech would be playing a football game. And so it would, I would, it would prompt me to go do more research on Virginia Tech. And then one of my students, um, she has a strong connection and tie to Virginia and Virginia Tech. And she had visited and like sent me these pictures, like right in a moment where I was like wondering, you know, like what is what is the landscape there? Y'all know I'm a runner now. Like, am I gonna be able to run? Like, what are these mountains like? And it was just like God just kept planting these small seeds that at the time didn't seem significant, but now I am grateful that I'm able to look back and and you know pinpoint these seeds that God planted because He abundantly was so fruitful, you know. After those plants were, or after, sorry, y'all, those seeds were planted. And so last Wednesday, I got my acceptance. And when I say I have chills thinking about the moment I opened that email, I, it was just like, wow, God. Like, you really did this. You did this guy and it's like I was just in shock I was especially in shock because the Friday before I got my acceptance from Virginia Tech I got a rejection letter from Stanford 
the following Tuesday, I got a rejection letter from um, University of Washington in St. Louis. And so that Tuesday night before I got my acceptance, I literally, something was just so, so heavy in my spirit. And I said, I'm going to write down Virginia Tech on a post-it note and put it on my prayer wall. I wrote Virginia Tech out that night on a post-it note, put it on my prayer wall. And it had a very vivid dream about a very specific dissertation topic. And the next day, I get an acceptance letter from my top choice of a school with full funding, um, a graduate assistantship, and a living stipend. And when I tell y'all I stood in front of my prayer wall and sobbed, Because my faith wasn't, while I waited, my faith wasn't strong as I would have loved it to be. But it was enough. And so I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like, it takes mustard seed faith. I started manifesting and picturing myself in these spaces, in these doctoral programs, in a very specific place as a PhD candidate. And I started to believe that God can work a miracle even when all the odds are against it. When I tell y'all I'll come, I come from hell, okay? Like, there is no way statistically that I should have even gone to college and done as well as I did and then go on to pursue a master's degree and now a doctoral degree. But all it took was that small amount of faith. Y'all got to start believing. You got to listen and pay attention to those seeds that God is planting and take that as motivation, as encouragement to keep believing. Because every time I would start to think like, no, maybe that's not what God wants for me. He would plant a seed and I would be like, oh, Blacksburg, Virginia, like this just popped up in my life. And that's so weird. It's a random spot. Y'all have to literally hone in on those things because God will make a way. He will literally make a way out of no way. And that is how he shows us his goodness and his faithfulness to us. We have to give God the opportunity to show us what he can do. Like, when I say regarding our prayers, you got to be able to pray a crazy prayer in order for God to show you that he can answer a crazy prayer. Okay? If y'all never put that faith in him and that he can do things far beyond our imagination he may never do that but you need to give him a little bit of faith let him continue to work in your life because he will show up on the other end and blow your mind y'all like i really just wanted to tell y'all this testimony because it i feel like people are like oh taylor's very like strong spiritually and faithfully it's like no even this i question because i understand the statistics of black women first of all getting into phd programs and secondly getting full funding to get into phd programs and third of all getting into a phd program with full funding to their first choice oh and and another thing god is going to reject you not him but he's going to give you like things moments of rejection in the process I was devastated when I needed into those other two programs. But God said, I have something better for you. And you are about to be amazed. So that's what I want to share with y'all today. Just like while you wait, focus on the small seeds, but also take those small steps of faith. Take those action steps 
put something onto your prayer wall. Write it out. Feel that in your soul. Put it up on that prayer wall and then let God do the rest. I promise y'all this wouldn't be a long episode, so I'm not going to keep going on and on because it is a bonus, so it shouldn't even be, you know, all of this. But I just want to share my moment of praise, my money of t- just my moment of how God just blew my mind far beyond what I could have ever expected. All right? So keep planting those seeds. Keep going. And trust the process while you wait, y'all. Please, just trust the process while y'all wait. But I am going to leave y'all with, you know, our things that we're putting on the prayer wall (laughs) for the week. So on our prayer wall this week, we are putting patience. It takes so much patience. I cannot tell y'all how impatient I was waiting from September to February to hear about what I was going to do next in my life. Okay? So be patient. Trust. Our second thing we're putting on the prayer wall is discernment. When God plants those seeds, when he shows you small glimpses of the things that he is about to do in your life, let that be a moment of positive discernment for you. Let that give you the strength to continue on this waiting journey. Let that inspire you. And then our third thing that we are going to put on the prayer wall is increased faith. This experience has increased my faith in God abundantly. And it's like right when I think that he can't shock me anymore, he does just that. So I want y'all to be blessed on this waiting journey. Whatever you're waiting for in God, whether it is a school acceptance, whether it is a job, whether it is a relationship, trust the process. While you wait, remember to thank God for what he's already done for you. Thank God for what he is about to do for you. And thank God for those small moments where he confirms that he is about to perform a miracle. Thank you.